Dripping so much when I walk through the scene that they gon' eat it up like an edible. Yeah, stack on the records, they federal. Pot of sweater when I walk in, I set it off. Drill, pull up and fuck up your scene. Water, water on me, Aquaman rings. Bit Draco, Winnie Houston. Hundred round drummers gon' sing. Nigga wanna be like me. Yeah, kiss all like Bruce Lee. Yeah, Christian Dior. Yeah, knock knock, got peas at the door. Yeah, thirty point gon' score. Yeah, I'm a hammer like Thor. Sippin' some oil, skr, skr. yeah, water gon' boil yeah. Gon' be a cool megazord, yeah. yeah. playin' paddock is aluminum foil yeah. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast, it's your co-host James with Jake Episode 61, NHL NBA Free Agency Preview Happy Friday Yes, happy Friday, J- James <laughs> Yeah, my name is James, okay, my name is James Happy Friday, happy Yay-Yay Happy Yay-Yay, yeah, great day, Yames. Friday um, you know, we're just here giving out some uh, high-quality content for you guys on a Friday uh, with some free agency news and some other leagues that are important to talk about also. Um, well, why don't we get it started, Jake? Let's talk about NHL, specifically the Sharks first. So, the Sharks right now, I don't know what the sentence, I don't know if this is even English, but I'm going to just read it out. It's 15 out of 21 players needed signed. Yeah, so they have let me tell you how what, what that means. They have 15 players signed the contracts needed I believe 21 you need you need 21. So basically they need to sign six players and they have six yes. free agents. Yes, so we have six free agents. I'll tell you guys those later. Um they actually cap situation right now. Wait, they actually have a couple more free agents, but Okay, okay. okay. They have but 10 we'll free agents. This, we'll talk about the six that we have listed. All right. Yeah, why don't you talk about the salary cap situation? Yeah, so salary cap. Let me take my gum out. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yep. Salary cap is for the NHL was set at $81.5 million this past Saturday. However, it's not as much as people thought it would be. People thought it could be anywhere from like eighty two to eighty three. People most people thought it would be eighty three million in cap space, but it's eighty one and a half, which if it was eighty three, it would have helped the Sharks. Eighty one and a half kinds of eighty one and a half million kind of screws them a little bit, um, but it makes it a little tighter. Yes, never, nevertheless, like I say, say nevertheless, nevertheless. I have no idea. San Jose has some cap space though. They have fifteen million three hundred seventy three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars in cap space, uh, so that's a pretty good thing to have there uh, for their amount of cap that they have. Um, as James said, they have six free agents. Well, they basically have like more than six free agents. They have about ten free agents to sign. Uh, but oh, they have like ten free ag- at least ten free agents. Uh, but six main ones that they have. Um, we'll get into that in a couple minutes. But James, if you want to talk about the moves they made during the before the draft and during the draft, uh, you can go ahead and do that now. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. So obviously, the biggest one that we have done this off season. And what was a mystery and somewhat stressful was um, signing Eric Carlson, re-signing him to an eight-year deal worth $92 million. Uh, it's the third highest AAV in league history. You want to tell them what AAV stands for, Jake? Yep, it's annual average value. So basically like yes. your cap hit, basically. Yeah, so the third highest in league history. Uh, they also traded Justin Braun to the Flyers for a second round and third round pick. Defenseman Justin Braun, yes. Yes. And then the sixth... Uh, Actually, main, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about the trade a little bit, though. Okay, go ahead. So they trade Justin Braun to the Flyers for a 20, 
nineteen this year, second round pick that they used the dra- that they used to trade back on the draft of the guy. Uh, he's like a defenseman. His name's hard to pronounce. You guys can look it up on our podcast Instagram page, BA underscore podcast. We give you all the Sharks draft picks and all their names. A lot of a lot of Russians they drafted this year. Anyways, they got a 2019 second round pick this year and a 2020 third round draft pick next year. So that's a pretty good deal for some guy they were not going to re-sign because he had one year left on his deal. So they trade him and get two picks back. Um, so yeah. Now with that trade, that makes it more likely that defenseman Tim Heed, who is not listed on a free agent list for top six, but um, he's uh, he is a free agent, uh, so, and they think that this since this trade happened that uh, Tim Heed will be re-signed by the Sharks, so he'll be back and probably will play a prominent role in the top six defenseman, and he should play a lot more next season after the trade of Justin Braun and this and this after the trade of Justin Braun basically, and that. Also, since the since the Sharks have like fifteen million in cap space, they're looking to deal some they're looking to deal some players. We'll talk about that a little bit right, later on. Right. Um, I believe that's what we're gonna talk about later on. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. So we'll talk about the moves they can make to add more cap space. But they may be training another defenseman. Uh, another defenseman has made great strides in his career. However, we're gonna tease that. And we'll let you know what defenseman we're talking about that could be on the move for more cap space. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about the free agents that we were talking about, the sixth uh, free agents. Uh, one being Joe Pavelski, which is who is an unrestricted free agent at number one. Number two being Timo Meyer, who is a restricted free agent. Uh, Jonas Donskoy uh, being an unrestricted free agent. Joe Thornton coming back for his, uh, uh, what, 20, 22nd? Yeah, some, third season, something like that. Something like that. Uh, he's an unrestricted free agent, uh, looking to come back uh, to the Sharks. Yeah, he said that. Um, he said that he's not retiring, and he said basically the only team he'll play for is the Sharks. So yes. I think the Sharks gonna wait. They're gonna wait to see what happens with all their top other pro, their top other presidents, <laughs> and probably sign like a one year one one year deal with like one point five million dollars after they do all that stuff. Uh, but he's gonna he's gonna be coming back. So that that will happen, but we shall see when it does happen. Yeah, number five, we have Gus Nyquist, who we traded for earlier in the season. He's an undrafted free agent. Yes, and then Kevin Le- LeBond, who was a restricted Bang. free agent, rounding out at number six. Yes. Now that wasn't like the way that wasn't like I didn't list it like that as like order of importance. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, we did not, we did not. We did yeah, because if it was order of importance, Timo Meyer would be number one with uh, Kevin LeBanc at number two, uh, but. And the couple and the add a couple more free agents that is not on the top six, but something you should know about is uh they have a free agent and um I believe it's yeah it's Tim Heed who's an unrestricted free agent. They also have another free agent and uh, oh, what's his name? Shit, he scored the goal in game six against the Blues. They made it two to one that they were down by. Um, oh, Dylan Gambrell, he's a restricted free agent. They think people think that they're going to resign him. Uh, so he should be back too, but he's another one of their free agents that they have. Um, and they have a couple minor league free agents that don't really mean matter that much to us. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. So do you want to do pr- – I'll do the predictions then. Yes, do the um, predictions, yes. So here's my predictions. I think that they're going to re-sign Timo Meyer. They want to do like a bridge deal, which is like a two-year deal, basically. But Meyer's gonna get something. He's gonna get. 
if the sharks do if the sharks don't like give him more years, he's gonna get an offer sheet from somewhere. Then they decide they want to sign that offer sheet or not, or get draft picks back. It's really confusing. I'm not gonna go over that. Uh, but I think they're gonna sign to a four year deal worth twenty one point five million dollars with an average annual value of five point three seven five million, which is you know a good deal for him because he's pretty good. They don't want to give him a deal more than T- Tomas Hurdle, who got a four year deal. He's making like five point seven or something like that. So I think 5.375 is a good deal for him. For Kevin LeBanc, I think a four-year deal worth about $17.5 million with an average annual value of $4.375 million. However, they are talking about a bridge deal, which would be like a two-year deal worth the same amount of AAV. So it would be like two years, two years $8.75 million, which is a good deal for him because he's pretty good, good in the power play. Right. Um, then for Joe Thornton, I said a one-year deal around $2.5 million. However... I think that's going to go down. I think it's going to be around one and a half million. Like, <clears throat> but I think there's like a. Did you get dude? Yeah, I'm good now. But I think there's like a, <laughs> I think there's like a vet, like a minimum he can have because he's like a veteran. Like you know, in the NBA they have vet minimums. So I think they can't offer him like a million dollars. I think it has to be like a million point five, uh, right. which they, they might do there. So I say, but in my prediction, said one year around two point five million. Um, then also, there's a chance that Joe, there's a chance that uh, Patrick Marlowe comes back because he was traded from Toronto to Carolina. He's going to get bought out. He wants to come back to the Sharks. So they could sign him to a one-year deal worth about $1 million, $1.5 million, but they're not going to do that until they find out what's going to happen with their three other free agents. Uh, so right now, they have, right now, in my prediction, they've spent $12.25 million, um, which means they have about, See about two point eight million dollars in cap space remaining, um, right? Which basically means that the people I predict that's going to leave is Jonas Donskoy, because I think he's going to get a big deal. Uh, Gus Nyquist, I think, is going to leave as well, and also I think Joe Pavelski is going to be leaving too. Yeah, it's kind of a sad sight to hear. Yeah, uh, he's the captain. Hear, uh, the, he's captain the captain leave. Um, obviously, we prioritized uh, defense signing uh, Carlson to an eight-year deal. Um, I I think it's uh, at the start of it. Uh, I remember I, I don't know what Jake was saying, but I remember I was like, oh, this is not that bad of a deal. I think we'd be able to re-sign the guys that we need to. Uh, but really thinking about it, um, wait, 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 wait. Shut up! Thank you. Go ahead. We gave uh, Carlson a lot of money, averaging what eleven million a year. Yeah, it's like twelve and a half or something. Yeah, something like that. That's a lot of money. Um, I was even talking to my friend Pat. Uh, I posted a video of him on uh, the BA podcast. No, I don't uh, care. I did Instagram, not see it. Uh, when the Sharks were winning. Oh, um, I no, okay. I remember that guy. Yeah, he had uh, glasses, yeah, right? Yeah, shout out to him. Glasses uh, saying that uh, Carlson was very repaid, and I was like, ah, nah, man, he's a great defenseman, top, top three defenseman in the league. Um, but yeah, having Pavelski leave, uh, possibly leave, uh, possibly going. I mean, he talked to the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning's talked to so far. They think the Minnesota yeah, Wild might be involved as well because he's from basically he played basically college hockey there. We don't know <laughs> right. yet. Um, so yeah, the top two right now are Stars and Lightning. Which if it goes to the Lightning, Lightning, if it goes to the Lightning, it's unfair because that's 
the super team. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I talked to James about that yesterday. It's like, oh, yeah, the best team in the NHL last year. But then going to the playoffs and get swept. Yeah, there's a joke saying, there's a joke in like the award shows. Like the Tampa Bay Lightning tied, like had the record for most wins in a season. They also tied the record for <laughs> fewest wins in a postseason because it got swept. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's good to be pitted our defenseman and re-signed a, a great player. But I mean, having Dubovsky leave. But here's the thing, possibly, though. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. But here's the thing, though. He wants a four-year deal at around seven point five to eight million dollars a season, and he's thirty-five. So for the Sharks, it's not the greatest idea to do that. I've heard that the Sharks are offering him a three-year deal. But they just don't want to go to the fourth. And this is what they did with Patrick Marlowe. They turned out to be 100, 125% correct on this. Marlowe wanted a three-year deal. The Sharks said, hey, we can only give you $2 million. I mean, a two-year deal. He's like, no, nah, I want three. He's like, I want $3 million. He's like, okay. Um, okay. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs said, yeah, here's three here's three years, a three-year contract. He's like, all right, I'm gone. And the Sharks are like, all right, fine. Then he plays two seasons. First season was good. Second season was down. Third season is getting paid six and a half million. They're like, yeah, fuck that. We're not paying you that. Trading your ass to Carolina. Now he's getting bought out. So I believe that the Sharks, a three-year deal for Pavelski at this age is good. A four-year deal, that's too much. So I think that's why they're not going to re-sign him. And if it's right, if they're proved right, like they were proved right with Marlowe, then this was a good, this was a good idea for them not to re-sign him. Uh, but. It's, yeah, it's going to be tough because he's the captain. But if he leaves, the captain's going to be Logan Couture probably. Um, so yeah, do probably. That. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be tough to see him leave. But as, but for Carlson, you had to resign him to that money. Because with, with Carlson, you're a Stanley Cup contender. Without him, you're not a Stanley Cup contender. You're a team that can play – you're a team that can go to the playoffs, no doubt. But you're not a team that can win a Stanley Cup. With him, you can. Yeah, I mean, obviously got us to – Got yeah, got us to the conference finals, finals game six yeah. with a torn quad. Game six, yeah, exactly. With a bunch of injured or players. Groin. I mean, with us healthy, I think it's a different story. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if I had agree. Signing him back, I mean, maybe our offense takes a little dip. Hopefully not. I actually, uh, but our defense. I actually don't. Steady. Yeah, I actually don't think their offense will take a dip, as we'll talk about with guys on rookie deals they can sign and cap space they can sign as well. Cap space they can get by trading people as well. We get to that. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I think Don Squay is definitely leaving. Nyquist probably is going to the East Coast. Pavelski is probably going to go. I believe he's going to go to. I think he's going to go to Tampa Bay Lightning, which doesn't Dear hurt the God. Sharks. Which doesn't hurt the Sharks much because the Lightning are in the Eastern Conference. The Sharks yeah, play twice a year, yeah. so it's right. not like that huge of a deal. But if he goes to the, to the Lightning, the Lightning are going to be one of the best teams in the NHL again this year. Again, yeah, but, definitely. As we saw, it doesn't matter how great you are. You can still lose in the first round. And they didn't just lose. They got swept. So, you know, it is what it is, really. But I would like to see Pavelski stay. But with only $3.123333 million in cap space and 18 and 21 players signed, it's going to be really tough to do it. However, moving on now to guys they can – actually, you know what? Let me do this first. So for cap space, they have $3.123333 million in cap space. That's not enough to sign the guys they have. However, they can add more cap space by trading people with contracts. Possible trade pieces are, you know, Aaron Dell, who has one year left of $1.9 million. Merrill, 
Melkor Carlson was one year at two million, and Brendan Dillon who was one year at three point two seven five million. You trade all oh, those three guys. Dillon's pretty good. You trade all those three guys. You yeah, have what, exactly. like seven million in cap space or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you can do that when you have ten million in cap space. So you then can re-sign Pavelski. But I don't think that's going to happen because you people want the players. If you want to trade someone to it to play with it, you can't just trade a team, trade a player to a team that doesn't want them. So we have to do that. But after I have to take a quick break. And after this, we'll talk about guys who they can fill the roster with on rookie deals. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. Sorry for that. Um, but, yeah, as I said before we paused, uh, here's some guys. They have 18 to 21 players signed, so they need some other bodies unless they want to sign random people to, like, minimums or something like that. But Very, very minimum minimum. Yes. They can fill out the, roster, the rest of the roster of guys on rookie deals. So... What's a rookie deal? Well, in the NHL, it's something called uh, entry contracts, which means rookie entry contracts. It means you sign a three-year deal until, which goes until you play a game in the NHL. So let's say you you get drafted for like you get drafted in the first round, like Ryan, like one of the guys they had. You get drafted in the first round. You sign an entry-level contract for three years. They send you to like junior hockey to finish a year. That's one year gone. Let's say they send you another year. You have one year left in your contract. Then they usually bring you up to the pros. You play that season. You get a restricted free agent. You sign to a short-term deal. You do all that stuff. So this is how it's right. different than NBA. So that's what they do for there. And some guys on these deals that they can do that with or sign um, or like will have minimum contract hits on the cap space. The first guy is Jeremy Roy, who is a defenseman who is 22 years old, was drafted in the second round in, I believe, 2015. Uh, he's a first-round talent, but fell in the draft due to injury concerns. So they they drafted him there. He's pretty good. He's a, hasn't made the pro made the Sharks yet, but he's playing in their uh, AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda, which is like their minor league team basically. So he's doing yes. that. The second guy is Ryan Merkley. He's a defenseman. He's 18 years old. He was drafted in the first round last year. He's basically like a Brent Burns, PK Subban, and. Uh, who we'll talk about later on, and Eric Carlson, like, combined. That's the, how he plays. High offense. His defense isn't the greatest, but he's, you know, he's good enough. Um, but he's, like, a great playmaker. So they can sign – they can have him on the de- team. I doubt they do that because he, he may go back to junior hockey because he's too young to play in the AHL. So they might do right. that. Um, then the third guy is um, Alexandre – Chemileveski, Chemileveski, Alexandre Chemileveski, Chemileveski. I guess I have no idea how to say his name. Fucking Russian names, fucking right. Why can't Russian names have be like Smith, like Lee, or like Jeremy Roy? Why can't it be fucking Alexandre Chemileveski? Fuck it. All right, so he's a centerman, centerman. He's 20 years old. He was a sixth round. Uh, he was a seventh round draft. Wait, what was he? Shit. Let me look it up. So yeah, he's a very hard. Uh, pause. Name to say for sure. He's Russian, but he was born in the United States. Um, let's see here. So he was. Really, motherfucker. Wait, what round is he? Okay, he was one of their late-round picks that the Sharks are great at when they find late-round players and have to become stars. Uh, he was a... Come on, motherfucker. Are you fucking kidding me? 
All right, he was drafted in 2017 in the sixth round, 185 overall. Uh, he's a 20-year-old. He's six foot, six feet tall, 187 pounds. He's a right shot, plays center and right wing. He's 20 years old, born on June 9th, 1999. 6-9, uh, 1999. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, so he's from Huntington Beach, California. Uh, his nation is USA and Ukraine, uh, but that's like because his dad from Ukraine, his mom's from Russia, so they do that. Uh, he was signed. Um, his cap hit for this year, if he makes the team, is $775,000, $775,833,000. That's a, like a nice little... That's that's something good that you want on a on a deal. You want guys who are young like that. He's really talented. Uh, based on this web website, I'm looking at eliteprospects.com, it says that he has great skill and sense with the puck. He has he has great skill and sense of the puck, having the hand speed and creativity to get around opposition and create space easily. So that's pretty good. He fell to the sixth round because in his draft year he was a little bit injured. Um, but he was still like highly like thought of, but he he was just too injured for people to want to draft him. But the Sharks were like, you know what, fuck it, we'll draft him, and they did, and it worked out, and it's worked out pretty well, it looks like. Um, so that he's a guy who can make the team. Um, so that's a good deal there. Then the next guy is the last guy who I think could make the team, who's young and on a rookie deal. Um, James, if you want to try his name. Oh yeah, it's uh, Ivan Jurgenov. Uh, left wing, uh, 20 years old. It's actually not Ivan Jurgenov. It's Ivan Chekovich. Actually, look. Chek, Chekovic. I'm actually, I'm, I'm at this website right now where you can play the name pronouncement. Like, you pronounce how the, you have the name pronounced for you, so let's see what it sounds like. Okay, okay. You have to sign in to do it. Okay, I'm not signing in. <laughs> so fuck that. His name's Ivan Chekovich. Uh, he's a, a, a Chekhovich. Twenty years old. He is born in Yekaterinburg, Russia. Uh, his youth team was the Unost Yekaterinburg team in Russia. Uh, he's God, five. What, a, what, what, what are these fucking names? I, I don't understand Russian names. So fucking <laughs> tough. Anyway, he's 5'10", 185 pounds. He shoots with his left. He's a left winger. Twenty one. Uh, he's twenty years old. His cap space he makes the team this year seven hundred seventy three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars. Uh, his NHL rights were with the San Jose Sharks. Obviously, he was drafted in the seventh round in twenty seventeen, two hundred and twelfth overall by the San Jose Sharks. So in that draft, they got this guy who's really good and Alexandra Chemovaleski, whatever the fuck his name is, in the sixth round. That's a pretty I good draft. Off, That's a pretty good draft. Getting these two guys sixth and seventh. Who cares what the fuck he did in the first three rounds, in the first five rounds? You got these two guys who are going to be on your team who are going to be really good. And as HockeyEliteProspects.com says, it says that the Russian winger has great offensive tools, great hockey sense, and an excellent wrist shot. So he's he's 20 years old. He played a little bit with the Barracuda two years ago. He got signed. He scored nine points in six games. Or, yeah, six games had nine points. Nice. So he did that. He also played AHL team this year for a little bit. Ryan Merkley played with them a little bit too in the last couple of games of the season. Uh, he played in two games at two points. Uh, and also Alexander Chemovalevsky, uh, he had a couple of nice moments too. He also, in the World Juniors Championship, almost led the USA team to win the gold medal. Uh, he was dominant in that in that game in that uh, tournament. He looked like he's going to be an elite, an elite, and an elite player in the NHL. 
So that's a good move there. So they actually have some players in their minor league system. Uh, their Sharks minor league system throughout history hasn't been like highly rated. Like they have a lot of hasn't been really highly rated. Like they had a lot of guys who like aren't like stars, but like they got like good depth pieces, right? This right, year it's right. different. They have guys who they basically have three guys in Alexander Chemilevsky, Ryan Merkley, and Ivan Chekovich, who are like elite, elite prospects who could be like star, like who could be really good star players, like a top six forward, or like in your top two defenseman pairs. So they don't really have they hadn't really had much of that throughout their history, but now you see that they have a lot of upper level talent, not a lot of upper level talent. Like they have another guy who I didn't list, who's kind of young, who probably won't be on the team. Oh, I have a chance to make the team is uh oh what's his name? Oh line no, it's a uh, was it Linus Carlson? No. Shit. Fuck it. He's like Swedish or something. So he's like another guy they have, uh, who could be really good for them too. So for the first time in like ever, they have a they have guys who at their like the top level of prospects they have, they don't have a lot of them. They don't have a lot of depth in their system, but they have they have players and their prospects in their system that could make really good uh, contributions to their team for now and the future as well. So you should be excited for those names. Uh, those names, as I said, were Ryan Merkley, uh, Jeremy Roy, uh, Alexander Chemilevsky, and Ivan Chekovich. Um, so Ivan Whatever. It's not that's not his name, but yes. Um, and the second guy, um, the next guy who could may have a chance, but I doubt will, who, who will, is a guy they drafted in the in the seventh round again in 2016, 210th overall. His name is Joachim Blitchfield. Uh, he's Danish, what? actually. Yeah, Joachim Blitchfield. He's Danish, actually. Blitch. Ah, uh, ha, ha, right, right. Yeah, right, this right. is what he did this year in his minors. He scored... In 68 games, had 53 goals, 61 assists, 114 points in those wow. 68 games. Ivan Chekovich and his in uh, his rookie in his like junior league, he had in 66 games, he had 43 goals, 62 assists, 105 points. AHL, he played in five games, one goal and three assists with four points. That's pretty good there for him. Um, next guy is Alexander Chemovsky in his minor league system, minor league year, he had. In 56 games, he had 35 goals and 40 assists. And you probably think for 75 points, that's not really that good. But for him, he's a he's really good defensively and plays a lot on the like the penalty kill, and he plays a lot in his own zone. So for a guy like him, was like more defensive to have 75 points is pretty damn good. And when he played for the Barracuda in 2017-18, in six games, he had three goals, one assist for four points. So you're kind of like. You're like, wow, that's pretty good. People think he's going to start in the AHL this year, but he could make right. the team and not as well, which would be really nice for him if he can do that. Um, so hopefully that happens because the Sharks need some young talent, and they have some young talent. just depends like if they're ready to be on the team or not, or they have to play a little bit more in junior, play a little bit more in the AHL so they get more ready for it. But the future is looking bright for the Sharks, so they can finish, they can finish adding to the roster by doing that. Or, as you said, they can trade people like Aaron Dell, Michael Carlson, Brendan Dillon to get more cap space so they can sign, so they can re-sign Joe Pavelski. And if they can't sign Joe Pavelski, go out there to Gus Nyquist. He was pretty good in the playoffs. He had like 15 assists, I believe. Uh, he will be a nice guy to have on your team with Eric Carlson. They're best friends, basically. All the seniors yeah, nice and have. Michael Carlson, too. You do that, they're, they're going to be really good next year. Just They're going to be young, 
they're going to be a little bit unproven. But if these youngsters and these young players who prospects I think are going to hit, if they put, these youngins, yeah, these, these youngins, 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 if they play well, this team's going to be good not just for this year but future years down the line as well, and that's what you need to be competitive. And the Sharks have been yeah, in the playoffs. To come. Yes, yes. Yeah, the Sharks have been in the playoffs like every year they've been a franchise since 1990 or something like that, 1992 or something. They've been like in like 20 out of like the last 21 playoffs, so they're always going to be good. They Just get might, us over the hump. Yeah. Just get us over the hump. They may take it. Yeah, they may take a step back this season, but next season and the step, season after like that. Yes, they step. may take a little, like a half step back, but in the future they're going to be better for it. And I believe this team's going to win a Stanley Cup soon, hopefully, as we've been saying for the last like 15 years. But I really believe last, it's going to happen. Uh, s- uh, t- seven years I've been watching the hockey. Yeah, please, just soon, just hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, that's the end of Sharks free agency. Uh, free agency uh, yeah. for that starts. Uh, yeah. Why don't we take a uh, Why don't we take a break? Well, actually, we're not done yet. We have impactful NHL news. Yeah. Why don't we take a break first? Let's just finish it. Why don't we take a break first? I'm just gonna list. It. I'm just gonna list it off. It's gonna be easy. All right. Just Just read it off. Just impactful it off. NHL news. PK Subban, who we talked about about Ryan Merkley, he was traded in a big time trade from the Nashville Predators to the New Jersey Devils for players and picks. None of them are really that important. Uh, Devils had a really good draft and really good start of the free agency. They got P.K. Subban, an elite defenseman, and they drafted center Jack Hughes first overall in the 2019 NHL entry draft. He's going to be a superstar. He's going to score 100 points a season probably, so that's going to happen there. And for other NHL news, the communica- communication period of free agents started last Sunday. However, you can't sign deals until July 1st, which is this Saturday, Sunday here in America. So free agency starts July yeah. Free agency starts July first, Sunday, and we'll see a bunch of draft picks. But I mean a bunch of players get signed. Maybe a bunch of trades too. A bunch of trades will be official. So it's gonna be pretty fun to pretty fun to see what happens in the NHL. And that's what we have for NHL news. So now we're gonna take yeah, a quick it, break for James because he has to, you know, take care of some business. And we'll be back to talk about the NBA Warriors, their draft, their free agency, their free agents, and the NBA at large as well. So we'll be back right after this. And we're back with the BA podcast. Um, why don't we start with the Warriors now? NBA free agency, but we started with the Warriors. Good idea. Why don't we talk about the draft that they had uh, what, a couple of weeks uh, a week ago, two weeks ago? Last week. Last week? Yeah, so the Warriors had, uh, at the beginning, only had two picks at 28 and 58. 58. Uh, but they decided to make some moves, trade up, uh, trade back, um, and now they ended the draft with uh, three picks. Um, let's start off with the first round pick at number uh, twenty-eight, which they did not, which they did not move from, and that is uh, shooting guard out of Michigan, Jordan Poole, uh, twenty years old. Um, for those who remember during March Madness, I forget what round it was. He hit a, uh, a game-winning shot. I think it was round. Uh, two, I think it was round of thirty-two. Round thirty-two. I forget what team it was against, but uh, uh, he hit a Texas. Big shot. Um, he's a great. He's a great uh, shooter, uh, according to Jake's uh, theory yes. of uh, of shooting. Um, why don't we look up the stats real quick? All right. Um, I know he's like a he's a he's a plus eighty percent uh, free throw shooter. Which is a big, big thing uh, for Jake's theory. If, if uh, Jake wants to tell his, yes. his theory. Yes, I do. So here's my theory. 
It's we, me and James checked it. It's pretty goddamn good mother effing theory. Here's what it is. So, college shooters, right? So let's say a college shooter shoots like. So here's what it is basically. You take the field goal percentage, the three point field goal percentage, and their free throw percentage, and you can basically tell if a shooter is going to be good in the NBA by looking at his free throw percentage. So, example, let's say a guy shoots 55% from the field, two point wise, 44% from three, but shoots 52% from the free throw line. He's not going to be a good three. He's not going to be a good shooter in the NBA. And you're probably thinking, wow, there's probably no one like that. Um, look up Lonzo Ball in college. His his like shooting percentages were this. Let me actually look it up first. Um, NCAA stats, so I can tell you, and you can basically show that I'm right. So here's what his college stats, based by SportsReference.com. He shot 55.1% from the field, uh, field goal wise, 41% from three, only shot 66% from, shot only 67% from the free throw line. Now, if you want to become a good shooter in NBA, if you want to be an average shooter, you have to shoot over 75%, 75% from the free throw line. If you do that, you're going to be average shooter. If you shoot anywhere from 81 to 84% from the free throw line, you're going to be above average. Anything above 84%, you're going to be an elite shooter. Lonzo Ball, he's 67.3. In the NBA, he's a terrible shooter. He's shooting like 28% from the free throw line in the NBA. He's awful. Can't shoot. Can't make threes, can't make twos, can't make free throws. He's a bad shooter. You can go throughout the whole entire history of the NBA if you want. Call college basketball. Look at the people's shooting percentages. Look at all that stuff, the free throw percentages. Then go to what they do in the NBA. If they're not good in college from the free throw line, they're probably not going to be a good shooter in the NBA. If they're not, if they're great from college in the free throw line, they're going to be a great shooter in the NBA. And that's basically the case for about a lot of players. That's for a lot of players, basically. Now, for Jordan Poole, uh, for his stats, uh, this is what he did in college. Um, he was a forty-three percent field, forty-three point six percent from the from the field, which is you know uh, it's all right. From three, he was thirty-seven percent or thirty-six point nine percent, nice, which is you know pretty good. From the free throw line, though, he was eighty-three point three percent from the free throw line. So you've taken my theory, take his free throw percentage. It's over 81. It's 81 to 84. He's going to be an above-average shooter in the NBA. That's my prediction, and that's my theory. So, yeah, he was picked in the first round out of Michigan. Um, right when he got picked, uh, just a little fun fact, Andre Iguodala tweeted out, uh, we picked the guy from Michigan. We have, we have a teammate who's from Michigan State. Get ready to get bullied. That's not what he said at all. <laughs> something like that. Just get ready to get bullied or some shit like that. I don't remember. It's it, like I remember. I'll, I'll look it up. I don't know. Something like that. Um, but yeah, it was the second round. It was uh, our first round pick. Uh, like Jake was saying, uh, I mean, hopefully it translates. Only 20 years old. Um, I mean, I don't, watch, I don't watch a lot of college basketball until it's uh, March Madness. Here's what he... Hey, I found Andre Iguodala's tweet. This is what he said. All right. About Jordan Poole. He, exactly what I just yeah, said. No, it's not. He went to Michigan, and we have a bully that went to dot, 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 damn rook, dot, 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 dot. For those who don't know, Draymond Green, he went to Michigan State. Michigan State and Michigan hate each other, and that's where the bully thing came from for Andre Iguodala. There you go. Yeah, see, I told you I was totally right, but I was saying. You were not right. You were completely wrong, which is not. No, I, it was exactly nah, like nah, yeah, 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 yeah. 
You're right. Literally, he just said what he said. No, he did not. He said, yeah, this is what he said. He said, I avoid and uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm James. All right, go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. I I completely said it right. Uh Well, I'll chuck the tape. I'll check the tape. All right. Um, so, yeah, it's second round. Oh, um, my hurts. At 39, with uh, the worst, like, Alan Smag... I don't know how to say it last Smaglageach. 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 Serbia. He's a power forward center. Only 18 years old. Um, he last played for the Santa Cruz Warriors. In the D- G to League. Get, to get this, uh, what did we trade? We traded two picks for his rights. Uh, which was a, a 2020, uh, a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 second round pick. Yes, he's gonna be a guy um, that's gonna be developing. Probably gonna play on a two way contract. Most likely be in the G League all of next year, but we'll see what happens in summer league, which we'll get to in a couple of seconds. Yeah. So um, in 2018-2019 season, he averaged uh, nine points a game. Um, with where is rebound? Like five rebounds. God, am I blind? I can't see it. Okay, I found it. So last year he averaged in the G League as a eight as a basically an eighteen year old, he averaged um, nine point one points, forty nine percent from the field. Uh, he was only twenty four percent from three. Uh, he was sixty. Uh, he averaged uh, about four rebounds a game. Yes, he was sixty five forty nine percent from the field goal from field, twenty four percent from three. Only shot about like eight of them, so it wasn't that big of a sample size really. Um, and he was sixty six percent from the free throw line, which he's in call. He's already in the pros, which, I mean, you'll take that. But he's only eighteen, so he's going to develop more. Uh, but yeah, uh, however, those kind of those numbers are kind of misleading because when he did start for a few games, uh, he went like, like he was pretty good. Like I remember, he had like twenty one and twelve, I believe, one game, um, which, you know, that's for someone tw- tw- eighteen years old. Barely like it's pretty good. yeah, that's it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, there's no definitely no uh not mad. I mean Yeah. It's like a development develop the Jesus. Dele- <laughs> developmental pick. Yeah. Like you said, still young, uh, probably uh two way player like you were saying. Um get pulled up when needed, stuff like that. Eighteen years old. But yeah, while we move on to uh, our last pick in the second round, at pick 41, uh, power forward from Villanova, Eric Paschal. Pascal. If I said Pas- Paschal. Okay, it's Pascal. But... Pascal, 22 years old, out of Villanova. This isn't hockey. They don't have, like, weird pronounce- pronunciations, like Alexandra Chemovsky. Right, right, right. Like Ivan Zurgenov. Ivan right, Chekovich. Right, right. Um, so... And Jakub Blitzfield. Uh, at Fordham. Uh, he transferred to Villanova. That's where he played the rest of his career. He's an NCAA champion. Um, He's 22 years old. 2018-2019, he played 36 games. He averaged 16.5 points a game with uh, six total rebounds and two assists. Mm-hmm. Um, his physical percentage was about uh, 44.7% uh, 
from three, he was 34.8%. And with a 74.6 free throw percentage. He's going to be an average shooter, which is so average, 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 fine. average shooter, like, be fine. to Jake's theory. That's fine. I mean, it's not, I mean, 75%, I mean, it's, it's not like that's not bad. Yeah, but it just, my theory is going to be an average shooter. Which, you know, average shooter, that's not terrible. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, those were our three picks. Um, do you have anything else to add to those three picks? Anything you want to say? Um, we'll get into this later. We'll talk about the worst free agents about Pascal, but I'll, I'll, I'll wait for, I'll wait to say all, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm done for now. All right. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, summer league starts soon and she starts on Sunday, which, and it goes, uh, which is July 1st and runs all the way through July 15th. Yeah. The Warriors play, um, uh, three games in Sacramento. Then they go to Las Vegas for the rest of the summer league. Yeah, uh, a notable name that we've got uh, on our summer league team for those who don't know or don't follow the BA podcast on the Instagram is Jimmy Fredette. The Minister of Splash. Yikes. That's a good nickname. Um, but yeah, that's a big name to, I mean, he's what, is he even 30 years old yet? Yeah, he's like, he's yeah, he's he went to BYU, so he's probably like 35. He's probably like 100 years old. Um, yeah, he was in the league, I forget where he started, I already, totally forgot already. Oh, he's exactly 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, he started with, um, oh, breaking news with the Warriors. Um, with one year left on his deal, Draymond is open to a new contract. Talks expected this summer. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Thank God. I don't want to give him a max deal because that will be terrible. Just give him an extension. Yes. Uh, I don't yeah, know, actually. Picked, I want to. Do it for that. Just some fun facts. Um, uh, he was in draft 2011, uh, picked by, by, picked by the Milwaukee Bucks, round one, pick 10. Wow. A pick um, after, a pick, a pick before Clay Thompson was drafted by the Warriors. Number 11. So yeah, he played for the, I think he was picked by the Bucks, went to the Kings or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Bucks uh, played yeah. the Kings and played blah, the Kings, blah. Uh, Who cares? Played for the Bulls. Played in China. Was a superstar. Uh, went to the Pelicans. Uh, played for uh, the Knicks' like, uh, G League affiliate. Played for the Knicks. Went to the Shanghai Sharks. Averaged like 85 a game. Yeah, he was hella good. <laughs> Averaged like 85 a game. Uh, came back this year for the Phoenix Suns for like, I think towards the end of the season. Um... Yeah, his issue he was, was yeah. he was a great shooter. His issue is that he's like he's really small. I think he's like six one or something like that. Um, if he yeah, was like not that big, if he was like six seven, six eight, he would be in the NBA. Like he would be a good off the bench shooter. But he's, he's just really like small. He's not like tall or anything like that. But if he was like as I said six yeah, eight, he's only he's only six two. Yeah, if he was six eight, he would have a he would have a a long career in the NBA. But he's just too short. He can't play defense really. So he'll be on the same league team. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about some, and pro- and uh, also probably their three draft picks this year. Their three draft picks this year. Um, draft pick last year, I forget is Jacob Evans, and I believe um, their center is going to be on there too. Damian Jones. Jo- yeah. Yeah, Damian Jones. Yeah. Yeah. But moving on. Yeah, moving on to some Warriors free agents first. Um, obviously the big. The big two names, I mean, you'd say big three names, is uh, Kevin Durant, who's an unrestricted free agent, uh, Clay Thompson, unrestricted free agent, and 
Kevon Looney, unrestricted free agent. Yes. Uh, some of the big names that we want back, obviously. Um, uh, some other notable names, uh, Quinn Cook, uh, Marcus Derrickson. RFA, uh, Dam- restricted free agent. Uh, Damian Lee, restricted free agent. Yep. Jonas Repko, uh, unrestricted, uh, unrestricted free agent. And then Andrew Bogut. UFA. Just say UFA. Uh, yeah, UFA. Uh, and then Jordan Bell, he was also UFA, but can be a restricted free agent. Um, why don't you explain how that works? Jake? Yeah, so he's, if the Warriors offer him a qualifying deal, which would, for him would be $1.818 million for next season, uh, if they offer him a qualifying deal, he becomes, an, he becomes a restricted free agent. If they don't offer that, <clears throat> he's an unrestricted free agent, meaning he can sign with any team without the Warriors having the opportunity to match. But as a restricted free agent, uh, the Warriors have the opportunity to match any deal he signs. I think if someone signs with like a one point five, like a two million dollar deal, the Warriors will match that. However, with the draft pick of Eric Pascal, I think they drafted him because they needed they need someone who could come day one ready to play and can be in their system. And that's what Eric Pascal is. He's better defender than Jordan Bell. He's more like I don't want to, I don't want to be like I don't want to say like Jordan Bell isn't like doesn't have a high IQ basketball wise. But Pascal's high, Pascal's Pascal's basketball IQ is much higher than Jordan Bell, and plus Jordan Bell's kind of a kind of wild off the court. He has like off the off the court concerns, but it's not like he's getting arrested or anything like that. He's just a young kid doing the young kid stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, but I think they want Pascal more to be in that guy. So I think Jordan Bell's gonna leave. Andrew Bogut's already gone. Urebko's gone. Damian Lee. I think they I think they will resign Damian Lee. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Marcus Derrickson, I think they may re-sign him too. Quinn Cook, I think he's going to leave with Durant. I believe Durant's leaving as well. Going to go to the Nets. Quinn Cook will be a net as well. Kevin Looney will stay at the Warriors four years, thirty million dollars, and Clay Thompson will get the max. He'll stay as well. And Demar- one ninety max. Yes. Yeah, and Demarcus Cousins will probably go to the Knicks or the Mavericks on a one-year, like twenty million dollar deal. Uh, so the Warriors will have. I also believe Sean Livingston is going to be bought out, so they will have a. They will have Curry, Durant, I mean Curry, Thompson, Looney, Iguodala, their draft picks, Jacob Evans, Damian Lee, uh, and they have some free agency flexibility now. Uh, they may do a sign trade of the Nets. The Nets have a lot of good young players, which I would be glad to do a sign trade with them. Because they have like a, who? You get um, Spencer Dinwiddie. You get um, Chris Levert. Uh, you can try to get a. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jared Allen. Uh, you get stuff like that back. Who? Because if he goes to the Knicks, there's no one on their team I want. The Nets, they have some young pieces who could be really talented, who can be Warriors players that I think will be really good for the Warriors if they do a sign and trade with that. I also think they're going to look to trade Iguodala. Um, I know this this trade probably won't happen, but I think they're going to look for the trade Iguodala for a guy like, um, what's his name? Uh, he plays for the... He's like a Warriors killer, plays for the Nuggets. Paul Millsap? No, no, he's like no. a guy off the bench who like scores like twenty. Jamal Murray? No. no. Uh, I I don't know who you're talking about. He sc- Oh, what's his? He played for the. Uh, let me look up Nuggets roster. I I'll, I'll know his name when I see it. Will Barton. Will Barton. He averaged 16 points last season. Now, I don't think this is going to happen. because, But a guy like that who is like 27-28 on his last couple years left on his deal, 
Um, maybe the Jazz, maybe the Nuggets are like, okay, we need to upgrade our bench. We need someone who can like give us a veteran presence in the playoffs. And the Warriors are like, hey, we'll give you Iguodala for someone like Will Barton. And they're like, uh, eh. And the Warriors say, okay, we'll add a first round pick for Will Barton. Okay, fine, we'll do that then. It won't probably won't happen, but Will Barton, like a guy like that, would be good for the Warriors. Barton lab averaged 50, 11 points per game last season and forty percent field goal percentage. I think if he played for the Warriors, especially with their injuries, he'd be like a top two. They probably like probably one of their. He'd probably be their second option, basically, and he'll probably score like twenty points a game if he's on the Warriors. But I don't think it'll happen. But a trade for Iguodala, like trading Iguodala for someone like that last year in his deal, maybe he's gonna be twenty seven, twenty eight. Maybe even the Celtics are like, hey, we'll trade you Jalen Brown for him. He's like, yeah, okay, we'll do that right now. Here you go, Andre. Bye. But I don't think that's gonna happen. But they are gonna look to try to trade him. I believe. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. Yeah, so those are the Warriors for agents. Um, why don't we talk about some notable NBA free agents? Are you down? Uh, yeah. Are you down? I'm down. How down are you? I'm down, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some NBA free agents. I listed 35, but we'll talk about maybe... Jesus Christ! Top, top 15, you said? Or not even? Oh, I have, a, I have a cramp in my back. But yes, not 35. Fuck that. Yeah, we'll talk, we're going to list off the 35 names. We're going to kill myself. Uh, we'll we're going to talk about maybe like top 10. We'll do top 10 yeah. and we'll do honorable top 10, mentions. Top 10 players. Then top 10 players. Honorable mentions. We're gonna go. Yeah. So, starting with the, the best player. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd say the best player. Yeah. Well, uh, not for next year, uh, but yeah. Not for next year, but yeah. As uh, Kevin Durant, a uh, notable free agent, uh, he obviously denied his uh, player option with the Warriors, uh, becoming an unrestricted free agent uh, this offseason. Where do you think he goes? Nets. The Nets. You think he goes to the Nets? Yep. Interesting. I think he stays. Um, that's just my opinion. We give him the max. Um, I want Giannis, so I want him to leave, actually. And I want to trade Draymond so we get Giannis. But, yes. Agreed. Next. Moving on. Kawhi Leonard. Uh Deny his player option, also becoming a restricted, unrestricted free agent this offseason. I think, oh, God, I, my heart tells me he stays, but my brain tells me he leaves. Hmm. I think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers. I think that's where he goes. I don't think there's speculation that he might go to the Lakers. Um, I don't think he's going to do that. I Clippers. I think he's going to go to the Clippers. Yep. Yes. Uh, moving on, Kyrie Irving, Nets guard, uh, also did not his player option. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I actually really have no idea where he's going to go. I mean, Kyrie Irving has just become. I wouldn't say. It's not like I don't like him. I'll say it. I don't like him. Uh, I think he's a terrible <laughs> teammate. Uh, so I hope he. I don't, I, I mean, I don't understand why the Nets would want him, but they want him apparently for Durant, which I mean, Durant's going to miss the season. To pair with Durant, yeah, yes. but I don't, I don't get that really. But you know what? Screw it. Uh, he'll go I mean, there two probably. Two primary ball handlers, and I just don't know how Pause. that's going to work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know where he's going to go. I mean, people. I mean, Lakers. I don't think so. Uh, even the people who I want to go back and play with my daddy. <laughs> um. I don't think that happens. Um, he's definitely he's for sure not going he's for sure not going back to the Celtics that's over that's over and done with yep uh, after he said yeah I'm coming back um but yeah 
Wait. What? I, I have no idea where else he would go. Um, no, I don't who else know. Needs, who who else needs a guard? Fuck him. He's yeah. definitely not going to the Knicks. Fuck the Knicks. Next, next player. Uh, Kemba Walker. Next player. Boston. Uh, excuse me? He's going to Boston. You think he's going to Boston? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So, yeah, I, uh, it's either Boston or the Lakers use all their money to sign Kemba Walker to play as their guard. Uh, it's either those two players for me. Moving on, Clay Thompson. Warriors. Warriors. It's done. Next um, player. There's been yeah. I, I don't think he's <laughs> signing with anyone else. I think everything else. All this talk about him considering other teams is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. No way he goes to the Clippers. Um, no, no way he goes to the fucking Lakers. No. Nope. But God, if he leaves, dude, God, we're fucked. Oh, God. God, but moving on, Jimmy Butler. I think he stays in Philly, but I do think there's a chance that he gets signed. There's a sign trade with the Rockets. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I think he stays in Philly too. But yeah, there's a a tr- uh, development or a rumor that um, there might be a sign trade, like you were saying, that includes for the Rockets, Clint Capella, uh, PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, and PJ Tucker. Which might to not be the, a ter- to which, the which might not be a terrible trade for the Sixers, but I think they want Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I think they want Jimmy Butler. Uh, moving on, the Rockets Cousins, Mavericks. I think he goes to the Knicks. Hmm. One year deal. They, <laughs> the Knicks need to get someone. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, Tobias Harris. I think he's staying with the Seventy uh, Sixers. I think he stays too. I think he also stays. Um, they were not a bad team. No, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Obviously, quiet with the dagger in Game Seven, but I mean, they that went seven games. They're, I mean, yeah, they're gonna need a shooting guard because JJ Redick's gonna leave. But you can just yeah, find. they need to find a, a wing shooter. Yeah, and uh, Ben Simmons needs to take a bigger step this season. Yep. Dear God, if he can't find a shot, oof. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. uh... Kristaps Porzingis. Mavericks. They're going to offer him the max. Five years, $158 yeah. million, which is really risky. Or, but, yeah, yeah he's going to, or, he's staying. He's not going to. According to Michael Rappaport, Dingus Pingus. All right. Do you know what video I'm talking about? Do you know what video I'm talking about? I don't care. I don't like that. Dude, I don't like, dumb, I don't like Rappaport. Dumb, he's not funny. You're dumb. Next Number guy. 10. D'Angelo Russell. Timberwolves. Really? Yep. Interesting. Outside interesting, chance, interesting. the Suns. Even outsider chance, the Lakers. Yeah, I don't think he goes back to the Nets with uh, all this talk about how they Which really want Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't make said. sense. I'd rather have Russell. He's younger. He's better. He's a better leader, better teammate. He was an all-star last year. You're talking about the Nets, right? Yeah, I don't understand why the Nets would say, you know what, fuck exactly. him. Exactly. I don't, we want I don't understand. Doesn't make I sense. thought they were just going to sign him. That's stupid. But they wanted to be a bunch of... Superstar. Yeah, jackasses. Star, they want to be, uh, they want to be get the super, superstar guard. Yeah, they want to be um, star effers. But yeah, um, I think I think he leaves. Uh, there's like a couple, like you, you said, a couple, there's a couple of teams who want him. Yeah, Suns, uh, Timberwolves, um, Lakers, Mavericks, maybe. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Next. Is that all? Do you want to talk about any other guys, or you want to keep on going? Let's we'll just do a couple more. Nikola Vucevic. Who I think he goes to. I think he goes to the Mavericks. 
I think he stays with the Magic. I eh, I don't know about that, but I could see it maybe. They made the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, they need to find someone else. But they, they need a guard. They don't have a guard. Maybe yeah. maybe they look for D'Angelo Russell. The little D'Angelo Russell action. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. Um, let's move on. Chris Middleton. Uh, he's gonna stay at the Bucks. Yeah, uh, Bucks. Uh, first time All Star. Uh, great, great player. Yep. Stays with the states. Stays with the Bucks. All right, Al Horford. Kings. Kings, really? Yeah, really. Kings. Interesting. They need Interesting. they need yeah, a veteran so guy. Went. They need a veteran. Um, they have the young players. They need a veteran though, and they're close to making the playoffs. Al Horford would be a good fit for them. Yeah, they're really close. I really wanted the Kings to be the eighth seed this year. Yeah, like, I tried to speak into existence, and I think you were trying to. I think you were agreeing with me. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, if the Kings had made it, but obviously the Clippers did. Or to the seventh year, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Julius Randle. Julius, oh God! So yeah, he's the kindest player option. I think he stays. The I think he stays. You Pelicans. think he stays? Yeah. You think he stays? Pelicans have a nice team, actually. They have a lot of cap space. Nice the, the guy Julius Randle, when he left the Lakers, or when he got traded, or whatever, I forget. Left, he got left. Yeah, he had twenty-one points a game last My year. My God, dude, he was doing pretty well. He had to be player. Even though I think him and Zion are kind of the same. So maybe kind of weird having both of them back, but I could see I guess I'll see him doing that. Yeah. Um. Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's staying at the the Bucks. I think he leaves, but I just don't know what team. Yeah, Brooke Lopez for me. Yeah, Brooke Lopez for me is going to the Lakers. Uh, Marcus Ole staying with the Raptors. We get rid of that. Rozier, I think he's going to go to the Knicks. JJ. I think yeah. he stays because if Kyrie leaves, he'll be the starting point guard. No, but they're going to sign Kemba. No, dude. Kemba's going to the Mavs. No. Okay, if I think they're going to sign Kemba, so I think that means he's going to be gone, Rozier. And I think the Knicks would be the dumbass team to give him a ton of money. So I think that's going to happen. Terry. JJ Redick, eh, I don't know. Derek, now for some Warriors players, I think are going to go to the Warriors. I think, <laughs> De- I think Derek Rose has a good chance of being the Warriors' backup guard. But they may go of Austin Rivers. I also think Nikola yeah. Mirotic. I think Nikola Mirotic will be a warrior too on a mid-level exception. I think they're going to sign him. Have a shooter off the bench. Um, maybe a. Maybe Danny Green to the Warriors. Maybe I don't. I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it. That. I doubt that. If they get Mirotic, I think Mirotic is going to be a warrior though. I think that's going to happen. Miritich? Yeah. I, I mean, shit, I wouldn't mind seeing it. They can offer him a... But he may get a bigger deal somewhere else, but he may not. So he's a good shooter, too. You need shooters, so yeah. get him. So then they have to figure it out. I think Derek Rose and Miritich are the most likely players to go in the Warriors on this free agency list, except for... I also you know. think Rudy Gay. I think he's going to... I I think he'll be a good target, but I think he's going to stay at the Spurs. Um, oh, God, terrible. Willie Cauley-Stein, I think he's, he's not that good, so I don't really want him. Uh, he's all, yeah, he's not that good. I mean, he's okay. I mean, that's the, like the Kings missing pieces of center, and he's just not cutting it out. So I mean, the Al Horford, the Al Horford like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's a good idea to sign a veteran center, not for that long. I'd say like three year deal for him. But I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, what do you think? What are your thoughts on Jonas Valanciunas? I think he's gonna stay in Memphis. They have a young team. They need they need some veterans to help him out. So he's gonna stay there. 
Um, so yeah, I think they're gonna sign. They're gonna re-sign Thompson, the Warriors. They're gonna re-sign Thompson. I think they're gonna sign Miritich. I think they're also gonna sign. Um, Derek Rose to be their backup guard. Miritich should be a shooter off the bench. Could be a starter as well. Because they he may yeah he may start because they need a shooting guard. But Jordan Poole may start a shooting guard. We have no idea. But you never know. Maybe they signed Danny some, Green. What about some other names? What about like Patrick Beverly and Paul Millsap? I think Beverly's going to Chicago and Paul Millsap's staying in Denver. Mm, interesting. Barnes, Harrison Barnes, I think, is going to go to the uh, Kings again. Marcus Morris. Yeah, do, you, do, you, do you think he was stupid for declining his option? No. I think he's, he's probably going to get more money. You think someone's going to offer him the max? Yeah, probably. Some dumbass team. Enos Cantor, I don't really care about him. Darren Collison, I think he could go to the Lakers. I also think Marcus Morris could go to the Lakers. But if the Lakers want a max guy, they're going to sign Kawhi. Yeah. You think they're going to sign Kawhi? You think the Lakers are going to sign Kawhi? If they, if they sign another max player, it's going to be Kawhi, I think. Interesting. But if they don't, then they're going to spread it out. And they're probably going to spread it out with Brooke Lopez, uh, who's a good shooter. You know. Ricky Rubio. No. Um, <laughs> they, they, no guard, Rondo. Rondo's coming, Rondo's coming back. Dear God, that's so it's, terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of stupid. It's going to be Lopez, Rondo. I think it's going to be Marcus Morris. Maybe a Danny Green, a Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith, guys like that. Um, the Warriors might be going for Kyle Korver because I think he's going to be bought out. So the Warriors might look oh, for I'm him. Sure. I but... saw, yeah, J.R. Smith is uh, trying to get bought out too or something. Yeah, which is funny because the Cavs are like, yeah, Jerry R., we're trying to trade you too. You don't need to demand a trade. We want you gone, but no one wants you. So that's what they're going to do there. But, <laughs> yeah, I think Miritich, Derek Rose, Kevon Looney, Clay Thompson, uh, they're rookies. Oh, and- and one name that hasn't been mentioned, uh, Vince Carter. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna stay with the Hawks. A little Vince Carter action. A little, a little, a little elbow to the, a little elbow to the hoop action. You know. Yeah, it should be fun to see though. I think that's all I have yeah, to add for this episode. I, I'm pretty excited this off season, just like I was for the NFL off season. It's just gonna be better again. Exciting. More movement. Exciting. More movement. It's gonna yeah. be exciting. Yep. It's gonna be just waiting for the watch bomb all day long. Yep. I just Sunday. yeah. So let's uh, want to end it. Yeah, let's end it. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening to the BA Podcast, uh, episode 60, 61, NHL NBA free agency preview. Um, this is your coach, James, with Jake. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram with the BA underscore podcast. Subscribe to us on the uh, podcast app, but also like us or follow us on SoundCloud. Yep, make sure to make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do it about fifty times. We can gain the system. A little trick I learned from being in the industry over a year and a half, so we can gain the top. So we can go in the top two hundred podcasts worldwide. We all take top two hundred podcasts, sports or recreation wise. But you know what? We shoot for the stars here at the big podcast. We get us the top two hundred worldwide. I'm doing this all in one voice, all in one ref, because I can. So I want to do this as quick as I can. But yes, follow us there and get us in the top two hundred. And yes, thank you for listening. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.